0: Welcome to this week's episode of the DIF ABA podcast. This is a podcast that deals with behavior in children and we seek to learn and educate ourselves about how to understand our children as far as their behavior is concerned. Our theme for season three is how to modify children's behavior without resorting to violence. And this week we are talking about one of the methods and this method is called planned ignoring. Planned ignoring. Planning to ignore your child. So let's stay tuned and learn together planned ignoring is one of the easiest non-violent approaches to harmless but inappropriate behavior okay so the behavior here has to be harmless but it has to be inappropriate or unwanted it is a behavior that is not so good for the child or for the society but it's also not harmless so an example would be something like a child who screams uh you know without any reason maybe you're just walking on the road and the child just starts screaming without any reason so that's An inappropriate behavior, but it is not harmful. So this is the type of behavior that can respond to planned ignoring. Okay, And it works on the principle of what you water grows. Those of us who have ever planted anything in their lives, if you want whatever you've planted to grow, you have to water it. So the same way with children, if you want to foster good behavior, you pay attention to that good behavior. But if you want to reduce bad behavior, then you ignore that bad behavior. Human brains are wired to increase investment or attention to what elicits a response from others. This is particularly true for children. They are sponges for attention, whether positive or negative. So remember that. Children respond to attention, whether that attention is positive or negative. Sometimes in their brains, they're not able to distinguish whether the attention they're receiving is good attention or the attention they're receiving is bad attention. Notice was what most children do when they do something new, whether good or bad. They watch for parental or guardian response. Have you ever noticed that with kids? When they do something, they look around to see if anybody saw them and what their reaction was. They, if we clap and say, good child, then they will most likely repeat it. In some situations, if we chastise them for it, either by beating them or calling them bad names, they might still repeat it because at least they got our attention this is very common for children who are starved of attention either their parent travels or works very long hours or their teachers ignore them in class they will respond to any type of attention that they're given whether it's an encouragement or a chastisement but if we are busy on the phone and your child does something new and you don't respond to it the child is unlikely to repeat whatever they have done this is because they didn't elicit any reaction from you scientifically attention given to a behavior leads to increased frontal brain activity if you take if you do a functional mri of a child and the child maybe is building a tower of blocks if you respond to that child and say wow that's such a good job the mri will light up in the areas of the brain that work on Intention, memory, and morality. Those are the frontal uh, areas of the brain. They work on intention, memory, and morality. So if a behavior is given attention, the child intends to do it again, remembers to do it again, and is encouraged that whatever he or she did was something good. So that is why we, we, we focus on giving attention to the behavior that we want, and try to ignore the behavior that we do not want so we need to use this scientific knowledge for the benefit of our children when our children both neurotypical and neurodiverse engage in unwanted behavior that is harmless such as screaming without cause stereotypical behaviors especially for children in the spectrum steaming or self-stimulation again for children in the spectrum cleaning compulsions for children who have obsessive compulsive disorder if the cleaning is not harmful if they're doing it not too many times a day if our children produce weird sounds that do not make any sense then we will do well if we don't pay it any attention the behavior will soon extinguish itself naturally when practicing planned ignoring this is how to go about it You have to be in the same room with the child. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. You can't be ignoring your child and you are outside and your child is inside the house. So you have to be in the same room with the child. When you notice that your child has engaged in a behavior that is unwanted, make sure the child sees that you have noticed the behavior. Don't just ignore from the start. Make eye contact with your child. Let the child know that you have noticed whatever it is that they have done. Then keep your face neutral and don't make any verbal or physical response. Avoid facial expressions. Avoid grunting, sighing, or making clicking sounds. Because even those are responses. So do not keep quiet, but at the same time, you are like... And your face is scrunched up like somebody who is mad. You have to learn to keep your face neutral. The joint observation by both parent and child helps to avoid harmful effects of social exclusion such as aggressive behavior or withdrawal. If the child, if you do not notice the behavior, if the child does not see you noticing the behavior, then the child will feel unwanted or rejected. And this may have a worse outcome because the child may end up becoming aggressive, might end up repeating that behavior so that they can get the smallest reaction from you. So you have to look at your child. The child has to see you looking at them. The child has to recognize that you notice the behavior. Then that's when you perform the planned ignoring where you keep your face neutral and you keep your mouth quiet that is the communication the child will need to know that whatever behavior they engaged in is not behavior that is applauded or celebrated then slowly the child will stop engaging in that behavior remember i said planned ignoring is only for behaviors that are harmless and behaviors uh, that are inappropriate okay so do not do planned be planned ignoring for behaviors that are good for example if your child is singing that is a good behavior you have to pay attention to that if a child is learning how to write if your child is learning how to uh, perform small house chores those are behavior that need to be responded to and encouragement needs to be given and the child needs to be congratulated for that planned ignoring is only for behaviors that are unwanted and we've said these behaviors should be harmless like screaming screeching steaming or uh, some behaviors that you know are not so good but they are also not harmful so you have to choose which behaviors you're going to use planned ignoring on and as i said this is a method that can work for both neurotypical children and neurodiverse children Thank you so, so much for joining me this week for this episode of the DFBA podcast. We are going to continue with this series of how to modify our children's behavior without resorting to violence. This was just the first one. We are going to have a new method every week. So stay tuned and share this episode with your friends who you think might benefit from it. Remember to follow me on Instagram at Defaba, on Facebook in a group called Marvellous Defabilities and on Twitter at MDfabilities. Till next time, have a good one.